Welcome to This Week in Memes, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the odd memes. I'm your co-host, Gabby. And I'm Justin. And let's get this show started. Yeah, so Justin, uh, what memes do you have for us this week? So my meme of the week is from OKBR um, from Reddit, posted by Shaken Bacon, Shaken Bacon 64, um, with the post title, guys, I need help. I don't know what to do. Frustrated, 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 um, crying, crying, crying emojis. And it's a picture of mozzarella balls with no liquid on the picture's caption. Does anyone know what to do with all the lumps left over after you drink all the mozzarella? I don't get it. You never bought mozzarella from the store? I mean, my mom's bought wet mozzarella and been like shoved in my face and didn't like eat it. But I don't. You don't eat mozzarella. You, you drink mozzarella. Wait, what? Yeah, you drink the mozzarella water. No, you don't. You eat the mozzarella cheese. <laughs> what? What's cheese? What is mozzarella cheese? Mozzarella is cheese. So okay, yeah. So you drink the mozzarella cheese, and then there's these lumps left over in the in the box. You know. No, I don't think that's right. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the whole meme. You know, it's a, uh, it's mozzarella balls that. Normally, um, depending on how they're packaged, have like a little bit of liquid that they're in. Um, yeah. The joke is that they drink the liquid and they drink all the, mo- you know, that's the mozzarella, not the lumps. So Gross. <laughs> yeah, it is gross. <laughs> Why did you pick this as your meme of the week? Uh, I don't know. It's just funny and gross. I was having a really hard time finding memes that made me laugh at all. So this is uh, this is what I came up with. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Someone says, a comment says, serious answer, buy some uh, muslin cloth. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct, but like cheese cloth. Muslin. Wrap it around the balls and squeeze. And you'll get a lot more mozzarella. <laughs> Are we sure that's a serious answer? <laughs> it's a, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a serious answer. You would get. Like, it's not a serious, serious answer, but you would actually get more mozzarella out of it if mozzarella is the liquid, you know, in your mind. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I like like memes where things are just, you know, done wrong. All the comedy just comes from the absurdity. My goodness. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. I don't know. (laughs) It's, It's unironically funny to me. Again, I don't get this, like, whole Reddit page that, like, again, you take some of these memes from some time to time, you know? It's, uh, <laughs> it's just a place where people post memes that are, that would be funny to, uh, like, 12-year-olds, and everyone yeah. is pretending to be a 12-year-old, basically. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much the whole thing. No. It's, uh, you know, you get to be... You get to exercise your, like, inner child humor. Right. It's basically all it's about. So It, it just got? feels like you can take, like, a half-baked meme and then put it on OK Buddy Retard. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all, I mean, all these, they're not, I would say they're fully baked. They just don't taste good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're good. I mean, in my opinion. Um... Some of these I don't understand at all. Like, I don't know. There was there's one with Mario collecting a star, and it says it's over. Reddit actually did it. I don't have any idea what they're talking about with that one. Yeah, I don't either. But I don't really get Reddit, so there we go. Yeah. All right, so uh, tell me about your meme of the week. All right, my meme comes from Instagram this week. It's by Instagram user Do Explains. And there's text that goes, remember these guys? And it has the cast of Ice Age, the characters, you know, like the woolly mammoths, the sloth, the um, tiger. And it goes, this is them now. Feel old yet? And it's like cans of like oil. Yep. Um, I do feel old now. Right. Wow. Well, I guess now I have to explain the joke, explain the meme. Uh, Because, you know, like fossil fuels, get it? 
Yeah. No, yeah. I under- I fully understand it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm reading it on the side here where the guy, like, really explains it. What the yeah. Heck? I-, I don't know why someone would want to make an Instagram account where they explain memes, but if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do, I guess. But. Well, I mean, we made a podcast where we explain memes, so. Well, it's more like we talk about them and stuff, and then I'll need you to explain them when I don't get it. But I just didn't hear a reaction from you, so I was like, okay, well, I think it's funny. I guess I'll have to explain the joke. Ah, that is funny. This could be put. Po- this could be posted on OKBR. Okay so. Really, I feel like it could almost be posted on like dank memes or something. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah, it's uh, it's really too soon. It is. I'm not sure if I liked Ice Age or not. I'm trying to remember if I actually enjoyed it as a kid or if it was just like, eh, kids movie, you know? Yeah, I I liked Ice Age. Um, I didn't watch any of the sequels, which at some point I felt like I was in high school and they were still making Ice Age sequels. You know what I mean? When the first one came out when I was in like first or second grade. Yeah. You know, so it just felt too, like it was just kind of like a weird like cash cow sort of. Yeah, the first one was good, but I really... I don't think I saw any of the sequels. Yeah. But I wouldn't expect them to be good. But they might they might be, I don't know. I know, like, I know at some point they had, like, a giant glacial melt, and it stopped becoming the Ice Age, and they tried to survive, which I don't know anything about. So... You don't know anything about surviving the Ice Age? Yeah, I don't know if they would survive the Ice Age, like, from a scientific, you know, stance of adaptability. Oh, you know, I may actually... I may have seen that movie because that sounds really familiar, but yeah, I remember the glaciers like falling apart or so- and lots of drama. Yeah. All I know is they were able to market that squirrel that was stuck in the ice for years and years and years to like as humor for kids from our generation to the Gen Zers. Yep. Yeah. Until the squirrel's personality was boiled down into the minions, you know? The minions are just like that side slapstick character from every kid's movie. Just yeah. like fully concentrated into um, something that maybe you could write a movie around. Well, I, I feel know. like I feel like the squirrel was just kind of like hapless. You know, I, mean, I kept trying and I just kind of kept failing. And it was just kind of like a funny little segment. Mm-hmm. Whereas the minions were like actually like bubbly little creatures who were full of personality. You know. Yeah, they are definitely full of personality. Like, they hate Mondays, and they love lasagna. That's Garfield. They're kind of the same thing. Maybe, yeah. except that Garfield doesn't talk, so like these are like talkative Garfields, I guess. If we're, well, if we're getting minions don't talk, do they? Yeah, the minions talk. I mean, they can say banana, they can say other certain words, but all, the rest of their words are pretty much gibberish. Ah. Um, but no, I meant like they're, so I meant they're kind of the same thing in, uh, how they're used on Facebook mainly. Oh, yeah. You know, minions memes are kind of just like Garfield, um, single, what, what are those called? The single squares in a comic one panels. They're like one panel Garfield comics almost. Well, like the one thing that makes sense to me though is how like, Minions became like boomer memes, you know what I mean? Because Minions came from like Despicable Me, which is a kids' film that was released in 2011. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling. I have a feeling it may have been started as a joke by somebody, like right. Ironically, right. Like the only thing I think was maybe boomers taking like their grandkids or something to see Minions, or and then they're like, oh, that's where it's from, haha, or like. They had to have a grandkid, like, explain it to them. Or the grandkid showed, like, the meme was like, isn't this funny? And then the grandparents were like, oh, yes. And then they just keep doing it without knowing what it is. Yeah, probably. There's a, um, there's another subreddit called Comedy Necromancy. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they'll take unfunny things on the internet and, like, add context or editing to just make them, like, kind of stupid funny or like ironically funny yeah i feel like when the minions were first becoming popular on facebook they were t- 
taking a bunch of those minion memes and like making them really distorting them and like you know hard boiling i don't know if you know that term hard boiled memes and then hard boiled eggs yeah so hard boiled memes are like really really distorted and like very kind of blurry and the saturation is all blown out and kind oh, of yes. looking yeah so they do that to like the minions memes and then like i'd see like hard boiled minions memes posted by people by old like boomers on the internet and it kind of makes me wonder like what came first you know people like posting them fully ironically or people like posting them unironically yeah the chicken and the egg of memes although chicken. i'm sure if i checked uh, know your meme i would have the answer yeah it's going to tell you about memes, hard-boiled memes, eggs. Egg. I can't remember. Egg. Oh, the- egg? Your girlfriend? And <laughs> her? I just realized you called the mozzarella balls eggs in the in the uh the like okay, show notes for us. But they looked like eggs from the little like picture to the link. Yeah. I know it didn't even register. I just the word like, egg is I funny to me. Until I read the caption, and then it yeah. said, you know, like mozzarella, and I was like, what? <laughs> yep. So, yeah. But, yeah, now we're coming all the way full circle to your egg memes, I guess. Or your, your mozzarella memes. Egg is a funny word. It is. It's one of the few one-syllable funny words I know. Yeah. I just scrolled down a little bit. There's literally a minion meme right here. Where? Um, well, I don't know if we see the same stuff if you scroll down. Um, do you mean on uh, Reddit memes or? No, on uh, on the meme, on your meme of the week on Instagram. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah, it's a minion meme and it says friends are like boobs. You've got big <laughs> ones, small ones, real ones, and fake ones. And it has a minion in like leather with makeup on oh i see it why like why (laughs) would someone make this yeah and then someone commented then cancer takes some away yeah that's dank that 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 comment is very dank but uh yeah i don't get i don't get why people thought yeah like let's just pair up a minion from a kid's movie you know it's a little cute kid's character with just your sassy ramblings and your little sassy cliche life stuff. Like, your friends are like your boobs. You know. You got big friends, you got small friends, you got real friends, you got fake friends. Just like you got big boobs and fake boobs and real ones and fake ones. Like. That image looks like something generated by an algorithm. Like, it does. <laughs> <laughs> where, did that, where did that minion come from? Should That's we not link this from the movie. to our, our show notes tonight? Uh, the, yeah, this sure. meme we're now talking about? Yeah. Okay. Let's make I'm sure just, to do that. Where the heck did this minion come from? Somebody either had to Photoshop that or like 3D model it. Right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to get to news? The news? Get to our dumb news? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for my song? No. I'm not. I'm unready. Well, forget you. Dumb news, dumb news, news is dumb, because people are dumb, it's dumb news. Alrighty, so this week, uh, California theme parks uh, can reopen soon, but please don't scream on the rides, the industry group asks, according to Eyewitness ABC7 News. Um, According to this article, theme parks in California are planning to reopen as early as next month, but thrill-seekers may be forced to control their excitement while riding roller coasters. The state's Attractions and Parks Association is recommending that park officials encourage riders to mitigate the effects of shouting on roller coasters and thrill-lights to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Under the association's responsible reopening plan that was released in September, Park officials can do so by requiring face masks and modifying seating on rides. Reopening guidelines call for businesses to limit activities such as singing and shouting, which are known to increase the risk of spreading the virus. (laughs) Earlier this month, state officials announced theme parks, sports games, and outdoor events could resume at limited capacity beginning April 1st. 
provided the county the park resides in has reached the red tier in the state's reopening criteria. After long-year closures due to coronavirus, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Park will reopen with limited capacity on April 30th, Disney announced last week. So, Space Six Flags Magic Mountain on Thursday uh, announced plans to reopen the Valencia theme park to members and pass holders in limited capacity April 1st and 2nd, and to the general public on April 3rd. Sounds like a great time to go to a theme park. I'm just like, how do you tell people not to scream? That's like my basic instinct when I go on roller coasters and I'm like scared as the heck, you know? Huh. I mean, I don't know. Sounds sexist to me. Sexist? Yeah, totally sexist. How? Uh, I don't, I don't generally scream on rides. I don't enjoy them. They're terrifying. But my instinct is not to scream. Really? Uh, and you think so? You think it's just sexist that I want to scream, but you can't, and so you're generalizing that women only scream and men don't. Isn't that sexist on its own, Justin? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, probably. But it's based on my study consisting of exactly two people. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, facts don't lie. That's that's a 100 percent accurate. You know. Um, fully tested result, you know, hypothesis right there. The data yeah. lines up perfectly with my hypothesis. The two oh people. <laughs> well, according to CTV News, in addition to all these other um, stuff, um, what is it? Under the guidelines, states are open to, or uh, the state parks are allowed to be open at 15% capacity, but with in-state visitors only. Visitors are limited to groups of no more than 10 and from no more than three households and no indoor dining is allowed and tickets must be purchased online in advance. So. Okay. You don't get to go skip up to Disneyland on like opening day and go, I'd like a ticket, please. They're going to kick you right back out. Yeah. So I had a friend, a coworker recently voluntarily go back home to California during all this. Mm-hmm. And I honestly can't believe that anyone would want to go to California at this time. Like everything is so locked down. Although he said most people are just kind of not most people are fully ignoring it, but most people don't care because California doesn't have the guts to enforce the crazy regulations that they've created. Yeah. They either don't have the guts or the police don't have the the drive to go. Um I don't know, arrest people for being outside. Right. Well, I'm also like, if you have, how are you going to regulate people not screaming on roller coasters? Because I feel like the ride starts and you start screaming, like they're going to be like, oh no, people are screaming, but they're not going to be able to identify who specifically is screaming from like far away. You know? It's 1000% just to say they, they did in case somebody gets COVID and they like, I don't know, they say, uh, Right, and then that's, that's like my thought too. How are you going to spread COVID if you're all facing forward? You know what I mean? If you're all facing in one direction, you know what I mean? How would you be spreading it with a face mask on? You know? Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, aerodynamics too. As wind come towards, or as wind like hits your face, the wind in front of it presses presses against like the air in front of that. So mm-hmm. technically, there's an air barrier around your face as you're accelerating forward. Right. You know, as good of a mask as any, probably. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Like, I feel like if COVID's going to happen, it's not going to be because you went shouting on a roller coaster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's going to be from other stuff at the theme park. But, yeah. I also imagine, too, when it gets hot in Southern California, it's not going to be... It's not going to be fun when they have no indoor dining and you're dining out there in the heat. Yeah. So. so I tried to, so I tried to get a COVID um, shot today, like the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they were like, Hey, we have some vaccines first come first serve at this location, like ahead of schedule. Yeah. Um, and I, I saw it like 30 minutes after I got the email. I was like, Oh cool. So then I immediately left and then five minutes into the drive, I got a second email that said all out of vaccines. <laughs> yeah. I would have had to drive 20 minutes to the other, to the other base to actually get it though. Yeah. But yeah, 
I will uh, I will not be able to go to theme parks still, unfortunately. I mean, that's another news um, story, but at some point I think the vaccine is going to be open to everyone by May 1st, is what the government's trying to do. Yeah. But, um, May 1st? Yeah. Okay. I think it was on track. I honestly think it was on track to do that anyway, and yeah. they're just like, if it happens... We get all the credit. <laughs> That's the government. Yeah. That is how they roll. Yeah. Do, do, do Legoland opens April 1st. That makes me sedated. Yeah. Are you going to yeah. go to Legoland? No. Where's it at? Uh, that one's also in California. Oh, they won't let us in. Yeah. They won't let us in because we're not there, but... Yeah, I was just curious because I mentioned all these other California theme parks and the one my family always went to was Legoland. So, Mm. yeah. Well, would you like to hear about my dumb news? Of course. I feel like my dumb news is kind of wholesome or creepy, depending on your feelings. Okay. So it's from the Anime News Network. um, And it's an interest post. Japanese company offers paid leave for employees grieving over their favorite idol's retirement. Some companies are made by otaku for otaku. The copywriting company Hirobro Inc. Uh, recently made waves on their Twitter when its president, Itaru Surimi, declared that the company would offer paid leave for idol fans in grief when their favorite idols graduate or get married. And then there's a all Japanese Twitter post that unfortunately I can't read unless uh, it will translate it for me. Will it? it I mean, it, it, kind right of below will. it, it says according to the post, they also added a clause. That, that's probably what it states in the tweet. Yeah. Uh, so the the post says since since the employee's recommended graduation has been decided, the items of condolence leave has been added to our work regulations, and then it the article lists the the conditions. If your idol is holding is holding a concert or live event, you may take a day off or leave early as long as it is arranged a week beforehand. Only in the case of a gorilla event or an unannounced event are you allowed to leave work early on the day you may take full leave for up to 10 days if your favorite idol graduates which is like retiring you may take three days if it's your second favorite idol (laughs) or otherwise an idol who is not necessarily your number one (laughs) you may take full paid leave for up to 10 days if your if your favorite idol gets married Depending on the amount of mental damage, it is possible to negotiate for extra days. The company itself specializes in copywriting and coordinating events for the entertainment industry. Often for idols, the company produced a photo book for the singer Kana Murata. Yeah, so it kind of makes sense. You know, they're a copywriting company for idols. So I'm a little confused. Are idols like real people or are they like the anime girls who like have voice actresses? Idols are just like, they're, they're just, they're real people. They're like pop stars, but they're very much like, um, in Agretsuko where like a producer kind of puts together a little band of like young women. So like the Spice Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Who are put together by like a radio station or something. Exactly. Um, and like in Japan and Korea, idols, that's basically like all pop music is is like manufactured yeah, by companies and stuff. Um, America used to do that too, really, but it's like, yeah, it's kind of, di- I think it's died down. I don't think there are as many completely manufactured like pop acts nowadays. I mean, that, that was mainly done in like the 60s. When like radio, you know, I mean, like music radio, pop radio was like taking off. I would have considered, or yeah, I would have considered like Britney Spears and um, Miley Cyrus to be like basically manufactured. I mean, they kind of are, but I feel like Disney's a little different. 
but like I get where you're coming from. Like, essentially, Disney does what, um, what like these idol companies do. Yeah. You know? So it's it's basically like that, but they're like way bigger, and people actually like obsess over them. Yeah. I mean, I'm now I'm thinking of that guy going leave Britney alone, and like having that tearful <laughs> YouTube video. Well, they were picking on her. And it was very upsetting for him. (laughs) I don't know if he was obsessed or just, you know, nostalgic. I think he was obsessed because this was like in 2007. Hmm. Yeah, probably. He was an idol fanboy. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the wildest news I could find. Like I I had mentioned earlier to you that I had some um, like dumb news. But to Mm -hmm. be honest pretty much the day after i said that i totally forgot what i was talking about oh so yeah i had to refine some dumb news i mean i think this is pretty dumb like you know what i mean imagine if i went into work tomorrow and was like oh my goodness dan smith from bastille is getting married can i like take the day off because i'm emotionally sad you know 10 days yeah take 10 days off from work they, paid, I mean, paid leave. <laughs> these are good benefits. Hopefully, this isn't their only benefits. But. Right? Like, I feel like <laughs> if if I was living in Japan and I didn't have an idol, I would just make up not make up one, but I would just say I'd like one. So whenever they like took leave or like retired, um, like I could get days off. To be honest, it just sounds like you're just kind of like messing with the system, or you can now. Yeah. Imagine yeah. for some reason. Well, I don't know. It might be a personality thing. Um, I'm not sure the culture would be like, if you didn't have an idol, I'm not sure it would be acceptable to pretend that you had one to get days off, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, but I would pretty much do that. What? But how would they know if I was pretending? You know? Oh, they wouldn't. I think culturally, though, like if you grew up there, you'd be like, I can't lie about that. True. Like... <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong about, you know, just deciding, uh, okay, this will be my idol. <laughs> yeah. But it's also just weird, too, that it's like, oh, yeah, but they, I don't get what they mean by graduate. Do they mean, like, they graduate high school, or do they mean, like, graduate? They retire. They get too old to be an idol. They're, like, 30 years old, and they're too old. So 25, like, probably. 25? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Oh well, it's not goodness. abnormal for it's not abnormal for like sixteen and seventeen year olds to get married to twenty five year olds, you know. Wait, what? You didn't know that? No. In Japan, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, even then, that's just surprising. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's that's just like their thing. Uh, dads, fathers would much rather like their daughter marry someone who already has their life together, and generally. Japanese guys don't have their lives together till they're like late 20s nowadays. Yeah, but like 16, 17 year old girls are still in high school. Yeah, I agree. It's not right, but that's, I mean, I'm just kind of giving context to like a 25 year old girl being too old to be an idol. That's true, but I feel like a, like a 22 year old getting married, sure. You know, like mm-hmm. that. that's where I would see that maybe, not a 16 year old or 17 year old. I think like a, well, within that context, I think a 25-year-old girl who is not married yet would would possibly be seen as like not kind of an old maid is the only term I can think I can think of. You know what I mean? Oh, goodness. It's very uh, Victorian era over there uh, as yeah, far as marriage goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that in interviews um, with people on the street there. It was actually like girls hoping that they could find a good man and get married before they got too old. Cause they honestly like felt like if they got too old, they wouldn't have a chance of finding anyone. That's really sad. It's super sad. There's a, like, I mean, there's a lot of th- sad things about every culture. We're just, yeah. we're just not used to it. So they stand out more. Yeah. Um, I was going to tell you something about Japan. I was going to ask you, oh, can there be male idols? I think so. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, yeah, there are K-pop stars who are men. 
So I That's imagine true, they're like, K-pop stars. Yeah, but like, let's say I was in Japan working at this company, and I was like, oh no, BTS guys are quitting or breaking up or retiring or something. Would they give me that time off since technically BTS isn't an idol group? They're K-pop? Maybe. I don't. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I think they might be. I think they could probably be idols. Yeah. It's also a translation thing. So True. The word idol could just be pop star, you know, and it might be the same word for Japanese or Korean or American pop stars. Yeah. So I don't really know. Okay. But Justin, if anyone retired or got married, would you take time off from work? Are you asking who I would do that for? Yeah. Um yeah, I want time off for Daft Punk. I mean... Daft Punk disbanding. That's a little old, but yeah. That they, works. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's not that old. I mean, they literally just, like, separated. Yeah, that was, like, a few weeks ago when it exploded the world. Well, yeah, I don't need time off anymore because I've recovered, but I could have used okay. those ten days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I definitely wanted time off for that. But it, it's not in our culture for me to ask. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine that. Just emailing your boss be like, Hi boss, Daft Punk broke up today. I don't feel emotionally well to come in for the next 10 days. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I, uh, I think if I sent that, I wouldn't get an email response. They'd be like, they'd either be knocking on my door or maybe I'd get an email saying like, I need you to come in to my office and then they'd either yell at me or ask me if I was being sincere or probably like if they yelled at me it would be because they thought it was a joke yeah you know? <laughs> yeah yeah like I remember my friends being kind of emotional like one of my friends was a little bit emotional the day my chemical romance broke up but she still came to school like, I remember going to college and having a friend whose favorite band was Fall Out Boy, and she told us all she wore black the day she found out they were taking their first hiatus back in, like, 2009. So. She was wearing all black? Yeah, she wore all black in remembrance. Oh. That is sad. Yeah. It's also sad that they're not very good. Excuse me? Low-quality band. Excuse me? No, nah, they're Okay. They're okay. They're not nearly as good as 303. Okay, you're on drugs. <laughs> I'm just I'm concluding with that. <laughs> My Chemical Romance was just doing what every other big act at the time was doing. 303 brought it to a whole new level. 303 was just straight up trash. They yeah, they really are. That's part of why I actually like them though. Like no joke. I I like some of their music just like because of how bad it is. Yeah. It's very it's very out there, you know. Yeah. Their most so- popular songs are definitely the worst though. That's understated. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Anyway, that's pretty much all I got on uh this news. Okay. Ready for some reach out memes? Yes. Okay. I believe it's your turn. Oh, okay. Yes. This is from r slash political humor posted by Forrest Nymph, which makes me think they're uh, some kind of a furry. With the, uh, the title is, hmm. And it's a picture of a person in a furry suit. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get into the furry suit after I read the caption. So the caption is, if you complain about being... Uh, able to breathe in a mask, you openly admit furries are stronger than you. So, yeah. Um, this furry is wearing a insane clown posse makeup on their mask. Like, you know what I mean? Have you heard of the insane clown posse? They're the ones who spray Faygo in people's faces and throw pies. Right. Yeah. And then people dress up like clowns. or they, they, they don't dress up like clowns. They do makeup like clowns, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What are they called? juggalos so this is a furry juggalo i think because <laughs> he his uh his mask is done to look like juggalo um makeup so he's a part of multiple cultures here 
but yeah, I just thought it was funny because, you know, furries do walk around 12 hours a day in, in a full body, like, mascot costume, essentially. Yeah, I mean, they're not wearing it, though, like, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No, they just wear it for, like, 12 hours a day, possibly 24 hours a day, depending on who it is, uh, for, like, four days of the year. Yeah. You know, at the furry conventions. Although, um, the TLC channel has done a few shows where it's like, okay, this person wears their furry suit everywhere, like, all day long. Yeah, I mean, TLC shows, though, I feel like TLC just kind of exploits, like, the poor, weird people out there, you know? Yes, but they also, um, you know, they make you aware that they exist. Yeah, like, they bring in awareness of it, but then, like, they also make a bunch of shows about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, like, if you think about, like, these Amish things, it'll be, like, breaking free from Amish people, and then, like, two years later, I'll be scrolling through, like, channels on TLC, and it'll be, like, return to the Amish land. <laughs> it's that same person from two years ago who left or something. Yeah. I don't know about their newer stuff, but some of their older stuff isn't super disrespectful. It's just kind of, like, you know, huh, <laughs> you know, well, it feels to these like people. Their shows for TLC, I don't mean to derail us completely, but TLC shows are, like... You know, they're about like really fat people that or obese people, I guess. And it's like my 600 pound life or thousand pound siblings. You know, they have that and where they go mm-hmm. into obese people. And then they're like super tall women, super tiny men, weird houses with tiny people or things. tall people. Then it's like then they have all their wedding stuff. Then they have all their cake stuff. And then they have the Amish where it's like returning to Amish or escaping the Amish escaping the Amish. Yeah. It makes them sound like a cult. <laughs> the Amish yeah. cult. But you know what I mean though? Like it they just try to show off like like people with like abnormalities, you know what I mean? Whether it's an abnormal background or maybe they're tall or maybe they're not. Oh, they also have super huge families. So like 19 kids and counting, which got canceled. But now it's like, look, there's a family with tuplets or the John and Kate plus eight series that will never end even though John and Kate are no more um, and other stuff. They do ones with weird relationships. Yeah. Like polygamous relationships. And I think they did one that was like, they were like, this man is pregnant and, or this gay man is pregnant. And it's, it's actually like a man and a trans man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was, that was a weird one. They're all weird ones. The, uh, I, I don't know. TLC has scarred me. Yeah. Permanently. The one where it's like this one kind of. I, they're all like a bunch of D&D Dungeons and Dragons nerds. And it's like mm-hmm. five guys and one girl. That one scars me. Because um, that one's real sad. Is that one about like a reverse harem or something? Well, it is a reverse harem. But it's like the the guys and their like interactions with each other are so awkward. And it's like, yeah. you you get you can totally tell. I don't know if tell, I don't know. You get the impression that like the guys have really really like low self esteem and like they don't actually want to be in this relationship with four other guys, but maybe they have this idea like they, that they couldn't go find someone else who'd want to be with just them. Like yeah. that's the energy they're giving off the entire like little show. And their interactions with each other are are awkward. And they're all like, uh, I don't think I would ever do anything romantic with any of the other guys, you know. Unless, and then they all look at each other. <laughs> nah, it's, it's far too awkward to even do that, you know. Yeah, true. Oh, that, again, that's another hit on TLC. It's polygamy and all of the weird marriages they can do with polyamory. Yeah. But that was a sad one where one of them had a kid and then um, it was either the biological father or one of the other guys was like abusive towards the child. Oh, so that's sad, but that's really sad, Justin. Yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why I'm scarred by it. I'm scarred by knowing that. Uh, Also, do you know what TLC stands for? The learning channel. That's so silly. I don't know what you're learning, but (laughs) they must be from like, 
the the early days of television or something. I, I think so. Like, I feel like it probably started in like the nineties, and then I don't know. I mean, I, I canceled um, show I liked um, from them was oh they also did the My Strange Addictions, uh, which basically mm-hmm. had a bunch of people with pica, and then um, I think that one had the um... it, but it was I didn't know I was pregnant, or it just had the terrible reenactments and women who are obviously in denial of being pregnant at the time, you know, suddenly, you know, go into labor basically. Yeah. I think the, um, my strange addiction one, it had the one where it had the dude that was like a furry 24 seven in his like green Fox outfit or whatever. Um, yeah. For but, the addiction one. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, I didn't know I was pregnant thing. Um, I just, I think you told me about that doctor that was like impregnating people. Was that you? I mean, the only one I know of is when I told you about Jane the Virgin, which I was like, it's ridiculous because how would you not know you weren't inseminating someone? Wait, what do you mean? So the premise of Jane the Virgin is that obviously Jane, she's waiting till marriage, right? And she's like either dating or engaged to some guy. Mm-hmm. And she goes in for like her yearly pap smear. Um, and for some reason, after her pap smear or like something, something goes wrong and her doctor's like, oh, no, I accidentally inseminated you. Oh, accidentally. Sure. Um, yeah. And I'm kind of like, how do you do that? Just how? So. I so I don't really I don't really know, like, if the normal if a normal person would notice, but mm-hmm. there's actually a doctor that would artificially inseminate people. Just like, just because all the time, like he was a, he was an OBGYN and he literally has like hundreds of children throughout the world. Gross. Yeah. It's super gross. And there's like a documentary about it and he's like talking to the camera about it. And he's just like, oh yeah, back in the fifties and sixties, we do it all the time. People would be like, I can't get pregnant, you know, take some of the husband's stuff, take my stuff, mix it together. (laughs) What? Yeah. He'd make this like super um super sperm <laughs> mix <laughs> even though that's not how it works yeah. he would mix it together and then it was like yeah he's like there i did it congratulations you <laughs> my sperm made your sperm sperm more powerful you know yeah <laughs> but yeah it, i mean it literally it literally happens and it's wild but uh yeah so if that if any of those stories where they're like, I didn't know I was pregnant because that happens. I understand. Right. Or I get the ones where it's like some women are told they'll never have kids. So they have that mindset. So then like when they do yeah. feel like pregnancy symptoms, they might not know. Or like I've heard one where one woman had like her tubes tied. And so she thought she was never going to get pregnant again. Um, even though like all forms of birth control basically aren't necessarily 100% effective. And so she was surprised. And so I got that one too, but yeah. (laughs) I was just thinking that's, uh, that's why you wear two condoms at the same time. (laughs) That's the, that's the one thing I remember from health class in high school is them saying, don't wear two condoms at the same time because they'll break. And I, I just think that's like so funny. I mean, it's, I feel like it's sort of like, I don't know, obvious that you wouldn't want to yeah. do that. But just the fact that they told us that is really funny to me. Yeah. Because they know people are going to think it. They just do. Yeah. They're like, better, better double bag just to be safe. <laughs> you know, even if people sat through that lecture with you, Justin, they did probably try to do two condoms. I'm sure. I'm sure I had some people dumb enough to try. Yeah. So tell me about your reach out meme. Alrighty, mine. Do do do. Got to close that tab. Mine comes from Reddit Dank Memes, um, posted by user Time to Lose It one six, uh, and it's a shot from uh, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, what is it? Fellowship. And it's Bilbo holding, holding ring. And the ring, it says COVID emergency powers. And then over Bilbo's face, it says government. And then Bilbo goes, why shouldn't I keep it? <laughs> and 
I'm just throwing that out there because honestly, it seems like everyone's just tired of the government and the COVID control, you know, since it seems like now we're finally getting vaccines, but people are still told to wear masks or how Joe Biden announced he wants everyone to be able to receive the vaccine by May 1st. But he's like, oh, but you might have some limited freedom, limited parties by like the 4th of July. Yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, looking at the comments, there's like a lot of people talking about the mask and I don't think it's about the mask. I don't care about wearing the mask. I don't think they should be mandated, but I don't know. I kind of hope the mask become a social norm because like mainly for privacy issues. In case you didn't know, um, there are facial recognition systems that can track your location essentially anywhere in the world. And these yeah. these companies are they're basically contracted out and they're hooked up to every major security camera system. And based on, you know, any social media you're on where your name is linked to your face, all they need is maybe one or two pictures to be able to track you anywhere. When when you show up in a camera at Walmart, they yeah. know you're at that Walmart, you know. But this isn't about, you know, the government trying to track your face, Justin. This is like how everyone thought it'd be two weeks to flatten the curve, you know, not go to church, not, you know, not go out unless you have to, not go to work. And now we still don't really have any jobs. The economy's still pretty sluggish. Like, it's been a year. Um, you know, and like businesses have suffered from COVID, but the government keeps wanting to hold this shutdown. Yeah. And we are getting better. So. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's silly. I feel like You're if. Um, thank you. You're welcome. I feel like. Um, I don't know. This might be a hot, hot take. It's probably going to be an ultra hot take. The Okay. This is the hottest take. Trump. Just say before, it. Trump two months before. Uh, three months before leaving office should have basically halted every um every state lockdown. Why? Uh, because then we would be by the by the end of the three months, we would have this um. Basically, we'd be like reacclimated to society. Yeah. And it wouldn't be so politically effortless to keep us locked down. Yeah. But I think Trump was so confident that he was going to win that he wouldn't have been able to play the 4D chess, you know? Yeah. Of, of unlocking things so early. People would hate him for it. People Actually, would. It may have guaranteed he didn't become president again. But you know what? If he was playing 4D chess, he would have done it. Yeah. But I'm not here to support Trump. I am just here to complain because I'm tired of wearing a mask all the darn time. Which like is I stupid. Said, I want to keep wearing masks because I care about privacy. Okay. These algorithms are insane. There is no way to protect against them detecting like where you are when you know at any given time yeah you can say there's no cameras in your house but i mean if you have security cameras outside your house it knows that you're leaving that's true i feel like if the government wanted our facial recognition software or they wanted to use that so often why wouldn't they take the mask mandates off so soon well the infrastructure is there they aren't being used for evil yet is the thing okay okay i see what you're talking about it fully exists. The infrastructure is fully implemented. Somebody can access your location when you're out in public. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. It's just all we need now is uh, an algorithm that says this person has been Googling things that, you know, make the algorithm believe they're about to commit a crime. Go preemptively arrest them. Yeah. And then we have, uh, you know, our probably most realistic dystopian future let's hope not yep i forget what the anime is there's an anime kind of all about that where it's like they have like these guns 
um, that basically handle the firing and everything. Like they fire themselves. You just have to point them at the suspect. And Mm -hmm. right before it fires, it's legitimately like it does like a risk evaluation based on AI. Um, And it's like, oh, this person is a criminal firing, you know, a bullet to kill. This person is innocent, you know, basically disabling the ability to fire. And I, it gets out of control because, like, someone is a literal, like, psychopath. But they're a psychopath in a way that's undetectable. And they end up getting murdered because they couldn't pull the trigger. Like, it was locked because it didn't yeah. detect any malice in them. Just, like, a, a weird kind of, like, you know, psychopathic hatred. Yeah. But... Anyway, power is not so easily taken away. Is that from the movie, or is that just a very wise-sounding guy in the comments? Um, who are you pointing out? Uh, he's kind of far down, but he just says power power given is not so easily taken away. Um, it's a smart quote, but I don't think I recognize that from Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Like I said, I've never seen the movie. Or like I've told you in the past, you know? Yeah, no, I put it, typed it into Google, and nothing's popping up. So, just that's just Dragon Emperor two nine two two nine, um, being smart. Hmm. Yeah. Are we, is it time for our in remembrance? Yes. Cue the requiem. <laughs> So this week, we remember Ermagerd Grusperms. According to Know Your Meme, Ermagerd is a rhetoricized pronunciation of Oh My God and is part of an image macro series featuring a photo of a young woman holding several books from the children's horror fiction series Goosebumps. The phonetically written captions are meant to sound like a speech impediment caused by the use of the orthodontic retainer, um, often using the snow clone template Ermagerd X. On March 14th, 2012, a post titled Just a Book Owner Smiles, Just a Book Owner Smile was posted to the Reddit Funny subreddit with a photo of a young girl posing with three goosebump books and her mouth agape in excitement. A comment posted by Redditor Plant Life linked to a quick meme submission of the photo with the caption Goosebumps, my favorite Burks. The same day, the image macro was submitted in a post titled Burks which reached the front page of the Reddit, accumulating over 17,000 upvotes within two weeks. Um, the humorous trope of retainer lisp has been portrayed throughout ser- various characters on popular TV. We're going to skip that part of Know Your Meme. Okay, the spread. On March 15, 2012, the image macro was submitted to Funny Junk by user Michelle MC, receiving over 18,000 views in less than two weeks. The same day, it was posted to the meme-based site Derp, with the title Thur So Scurry. On March 16th, YouTuber Burks Girl uploaded a t- video titled My Favorite Burks, which featured the original image macro accompanied by a voiceover narration of the caption. On March 19th, Bodybuilding Forums web member Wolfsbra posted a title thread, Grooseberms, with the original macro embedded in the post. Other forum members responded to the thread using incorrect English mimicking the caption. On June 4th, Redditor Tycho Brahe submitted a post titled Ermagerd Clornert, which included an anime gif of Milena Ernan performing a rendition of the orchestral interlude Flight of the Bumblebee. Within 16 days, that post received over 8,700 upvotes and 270 comments. On June 16th, Graphic Design Forum member Kitchwitch submitted a thread titled Ermagerd, which included several notable image macros from the series. The meme has continued to spread on meme base and Tumblr under the tag hashtag Ermagerd. As of June 12, 20th, 2012, Burke's quick meme page received over 4,200 submissions. The Ermagerd meme generator page has received more than 1,000 items, and the Facebook page for Ermagerd Burke's has accumulated over 990 likes. But, yeah. Identity. On March 28th, 2012, a post titled Burks Revealed 
was submitted to Reddit Advice Animals subreddit by user SuperDude for a GZE, which included a picture of a young woman with the caption, Oh my god, I'm hot. Um, the following day, a post comparing the facial features in the two photos reached the front page of Reddit, which sparked a lengthy discussion over the authenticity of SuperDude Fabigazi's photo. On March 30th, Redditor That's Crazy submitted a post to Reddit um, self subreddit titled Actual Burke's Girl, which included a photo of a woman named Maggie, whom That's Crazy claimed to be the real Burke's woman. By October 15, 2015, Vanity Fair published an extensive investigation into the meme, including an interview with Maggie Goldenberger, the woman originally pointed out by That's Crazy. Goldenberger spoke about how it felt to encounter herself online. Three years after becoming an unwitting meme star, Goldenberger, who worked as a nurse in Phoenix, still occasionally experiences the surreal, stupefying jolt of being ambushed by her own face online. My eyes just get wide and I say out loud, this is so freaking weird. Um, the magazine also identified the Reddit user Plant Life as the originator of the phrase Goosebumps, my favorite Burks. Um, but yeah, and then the article went on to tell about how Goldenberger and her friends took the original photograph. Um, but when she was in fourth or fifth grade, she and her friends seriously got into playing dress up. They would rummage through dress up boxes full of accessories owned by Goldenberger's friends and devise outrageous outfits inventing eccentric characters and snapping Polaroids of each other. I remember having a lot of fun picking out the items, she said. My friend was running around downstairs to pick out books. Kaylin suggested that Goldenberger should hold the American Girl doll tie-in books with their saccharine pastel covers of the Smiley Tween Girls. Crucially, it was the Goosebump books with their instantly recognizable hypercolor cover images by illustrator Tim Jacobus that made the cut. Um, mm -hmm. Deciding against the coonskip cap, Goldenberger put on the vest, hoisted her hair up into intentionally dorky pigtails. She never wore them like that otherwise. Brandished the chosen books and pulled an intentionally hideous face for the camera. Normally, she hardly ever wore her retainer like she was supposed to, but it felt right for the character. She put it on for the shoot. Um, and then, according to the article, the embarrassing photo was then uploaded to MySpace and Facebook until it was discovered. Mm. But yeah, and there's been animal parodies of it and then i guess in hurricane irma from august 30th 2017 that one developed off a tropical wave off the west Co african coast um what was it uh people on september 9th uh people tweeted photo of boarded up houses with the words irma gerds brenade painted on the side of the building um that got a lot of um retweets but yeah so yeah I picked um, this meme because I remember seeing it in high school and like laughing at it. And I also remember too, at some point when it really took off, um, what was it? Someone interviewed RL Stein about the meme and he was just like, I don't get it. He just didn't understand. So. It's, uh, it's just what someone who wears a retainer might sound like if they were excited about uh, Gershberms. Right. Like you for know. me, it looks like a throwback 90s photo. You know what I mean? Like, they captured it exactly, like, how it would be, like, for that type of girl. And just the way it spread, too. It just felt like they were trying to make a meme, even though they probably weren't. Yeah. It was just an inside joke. I honestly thought it was authentically that old, you know? Yeah. Is it not actually that old? Um. I mean, it's MySpace old, but then, like, Polaroids were still, like, retro during MySpace, MySpace times, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, you could still have fun with a Polaroid. But Yeah. But like I don't even think they were being made anymore. Yeah. At the time, like they didn't come back until the uh, Instapix. Yeah. But It's a funny picture. I think Minecraft. I I think I remember starting to play Minecraft around the time that this meme was taken off. Yeah. I could be totally wrong. What year did was the photo taken or the meme spread again? 2012 for the meme spread. Oh, yeah. That perfectly lines up with my Minecraft addiction. Do you remember seeing this in Minecraft or? No, no. It's I just I don't know. I have different interests that I use as a reference for for time, you know? Oh, OK. Like I have interest uh, that I that I got into at certain years. And then I remember things about the year. Uh, 
Uh, trying okay. to just remember flat out when something was is very difficult for me. Yeah. But yeah. It's a wild meme. Not Tis indeed. I don't think it's very versatile, but at the time I don't think it necessarily needed to be. It just needed to be a funny picture. Yeah. It was just like a like an I can has cheeseburger type meme. Yeah. You know. Exactly. My favorite books, Burks. But I remember we were sending Ermagerd to friends before, so yeah. I'm surprised there's no um This is actually a pretty original meme. Cause it's like it's it's not one of those like reaction animal memes, you know? Or what are they called? I don't know. Where it has like the back the colorful background and like a picture of an animal and it's like expected something amazing to happen something terrible happened you know oh, like like the backwards penguin or like the business cat yeah or... top text bottom text because those are really big at the same time so this is kind of original yeah that it's not one of those <laughs> yeah no it's fair it was for sharing your nerdy excitement about stuff so yeah yeah Alrighty, well, Ermagerd, Gersperms, we will always remember you. <laughs> Alright, we'll have a good one. Alrighty, see you in two weeks, memers.